Welcome to Coffee and Change. I'm Bill Kirst. As a business professional, a U.S. veteran, a lifelong learner, and an active listener, I help others navigate, understand, and adapt to our ever-changing workplace and world. As a third culture kid, I call many places home. Presently, Seattle is where I explore my creativity through the power of words and images. In this podcast, we journey with our guests, gaining knowledge and inspiration from their stories. Welcome back. Happy 111. After a year that ended 123123. It's 5.55 a.m. as I'm recording this episode to kick off the 2024 season of the Coffee and Change podcast. Now, fair warning, this episode may contain a healthy amount of numerical references. And while I wouldn't consider myself a numbers guy, please bear with me, because sometimes the universe shows us what we need to learn in the most universal language we know, numbers. In about a week, This podcast celebrates its eighth year of connection, content, curation, and production. Happy early birthday, Coffee and Change podcast. It feels a bit strange to say that, to be honest. And when I hear it in my mind, I hear the trebled, timeless words of Jimmy Stewart playing George Bailey running down the streets of a snow-blanketed Bedford Falls, something to the tune of, Merry Christmas, you old Bailey building and loan. I guess you could say, I'm grateful to be here. If I can remember back to my own eighth birthday, I think it was one of my favorites, honestly. I think I got a gizmo doll for my birthday because as a child who grew up in the 1980s with the gremlins craze, I'm pretty sure I wanted the wisdom of gizmo to represent something wiser around me. I had no idea then what celebrating the power of eight would mean so many years later. Well, believe it or not, in numerology, 2024 is an eight year. And as we all know, the number eight turned on its side is the universal symbol and sign for, yes, infinity. I don't think it's too early to plan for an eventful 2024, one that may bring us all encounters and events leading us to stumble, fall, or trip up on things that are outside of our control. But I'd also like to think, from those stumbles, there are in fact infinite ways to create anew. Because when you see the world from where you've fallen and landed, the world looks different from down here. And the best stories are written from that viewpoint. Layoffs, breakups, passings, losses. Each one event creates an infinite canvas for more creation. When faced with a mix of all of these in a single year, I chose to pour my emotions into creating something for me and something that would outlast me. I published my first book, a collection of poetry on 8-8 and priced it at, you guessed it, $8.88. Intentionally knowing the resonance of healing continuing no matter what, One of the episodes I look forward to sharing later this year will be my own story and experience on the quest of self-publishing. 
If you have questions about that experience or want to learn more on how to pursue that path, please let me know, and I'll make sure to address it in that future episode. In the opening of the book, titled Everword, I greet readers with these words. I chose this script to learn, to teach, to connect, to thread, to bridge, to heal. And what followed that opening to the book makes up the 88 pages of reflection and resonance in prose. It has been an absolute honor to see my words reach far corners of the world, much like this podcast, to help others on a quest for personal healing and discovery all amidst change. This year, amidst an unprecedented amount of change, I'm looking forward to reuniting with the stories that shaped us. I can't wait to invite a few guests back on the podcast to see where are they now? And I've heard from many of you that you have really enjoyed the opportunity to hear the growth stories and trajectories audibly expressed in our return guests. Some of those include Shauna Rasmussen, Julio Alvarez, and most recently, Paul McCarthy. To quote a recent listener, it is so powerful to hear the growth and empowerment just in the tone of voice of the guest and the storyteller. It's an irrefutable testament to the power of change over time. And I could not agree more. And as a producer, it is powerful to hear that too. Thank you to those folks for trusting me to tell their stories and change and growth over the years. I understand and recognize that any digital container is sometimes too small for the boundless creativity, joy, and healing stories people have to share. And often their storytelling and resonance and vibration is too powerful for the technology to capture. In fact, this past year, I had at least two guests with resoundingly powerful stories of change. We attempted to record them remotely. And on all occasions, the technology wouldn't cooperate. Packets dropped, files were corrupted, conversations were irretrievable. And that's okay, because it tells me that the universe is telling me to do more in-person interviews, where you can be in presence of the storyteller and witness their testimony in person, the most powerful combination for change. So to Brooke and Jonathan and a handful of others, I look forward to trying again, maybe even in person. When I think about what podcasts have become for our consciousness, I keep coming back to the metaphor of a patchwork quilt. Think back for a moment to those quilts you loved that were crafted by an ancestor and passed down and around to help us heal. When it comes to a big quilt like that, you don't begin by trying to find comfort and warmth at the edges. You find the square and patch that gives you that sense of being centered, even enveloped, where the perfect amount of quilt is at your back supporting and the perfect amount is protecting your heart. And while allowing enough freedom of movement for your toes to wiggle and your fingers to wrap around a cup of coffee, tea, or cocoa. That's what I want to create with this podcast. That's the intention I'm setting this year. So if you're new, then let me hold up this big, beautiful quilt of stories woven together by many hands while you step into it, finding warmth, belonging, and companionship. You're always welcome here. If you've been here a while, I hope you'll go back every so often and line up the patchwork creation 
So the right story puts courage in your heart and bravery at your back. And speaking of hearts and bravery, I want to take a moment to congratulate and applaud a dear friend and mentee who started his podcast in 2023 and just wrapped his first season last week. His vision, his patience, his fortitude, his wisdom all helped to alchemize in him what was there all along. He just needed a nudge, an invite. I was proud to extend that first invite for Julio Alvarez to guest on a podcast. You can find that discussion in episode 74. And in these first few weeks of 2024, I'm even prouder to award his podcast, Let's Go With Julio, as podcast of the year for 2023. Now I know what you're thinking. According to who? Well, me. Now hear me out. Before you turn the dial or close the app, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I've been in the game now for eight years. This work isn't for the faint of heart, and not all creators are created equally nor impactfully. And as someone who rejects all those pay-to-play awards and all those undeserved accolades being handed out for favors and echo chamber applause, well, I'm creating my own recognition. Yep, I'm standing in my own strength and stature as a longtime host, producer, editor, and consumer. And each year, I'll see what rises to the top of my listening charts, genuinely and authentically. Just as the 20 episodes of Let's Go With Julio did for me in 2023. Now, how did that happen exactly? Well, when my team and I were hit with an unexpected layoff in March of 2023, it began with the chime of an email asking us each to please prioritize this meeting. It was almost like the universe knew this was going to happen, thereby upending and memorializing my year all in one day. Because unexpectedly, that same morning, the aptly titled Episode 1, The Me You Can't See, began my journey with the Let's Go With Julio podcast. And the inaugural episode became the first thing I listened to as I walked for close to three hours that afternoon, trying to make sense of what had just transpired. I must have listened to the episode four times, thinking about the fellow 10,000 peers who were likely walking around in the inside out, upside down on that day too. Each time I listened allowed me to take a much needed exhale and hold my reality with grace. And then I called Julio and thanked him, beginning with these words. You are never gonna believe what happened this morning and how this episode arriving today was just what I needed. And now some 10 months later, after several walks, many steps and repeat listens and shares, accompanying this tantamount level of personal growth, Season one of the Let's Go With Julio podcast wrapped. And what a closeout it was. Just this week, I've had three friends reach out to me, thanking me for pointing it to their feeds. Now, I won't give away all the magic, the memories, the inspiration contained in the hours of conversation, laughter, tears, and wonderment shared in the podcast. But here's a hint. Julio gets to meet Oprah. Today, podcasts are created with care and compassion much like a symphony-scored musical. Each and every decibel and syllable will sound perfectly crafted to match your unique story. And that is the award-winning work of a great host, conductor, and passionate producer in Ricky G. 
and we certainly can't forget about the engaged audience around the world. My podcast has never had a producer, and I do everything myself. But maybe it's time to start thinking about one in the future. I've come to really appreciate the power of a great producer behind the scenes to craft a listening experience. So alongside my own kickoff in 2024, I'm honored to keep company with some of the best in the business as we look forward to a great year of storytelling. For those that haven't had the opportunity to go on walks with, grow with Julio and his team, make sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app or where you're listening to this episode now. And remember, as you listen to this or other shows, that some wisdom is timeless and meant to be shared once learned. Be generous with your sharing. That is what podcast has become for me, a companion, a learning compendium, a cohort of those big, brave hearts and bright minds who care to share and care to do the work. Adi Ignatius, the editor of Harvard Business Review, poses a big question in a recent edition of his magazine. He asks, leaders, what's your story? As a leader, you must repeatedly ask yourself the same bold question. Adi goes on to say, when your organization needs to make a big change, stories will help you convey not only why you need to transform, but also what the future will look like in specific vivid terms. And the same applies to us each personally. When you go through a big change, storytelling is how we make sense of the world while undergoing heartbreak. Notice that I use the term undergoing. That is because in today's world, it feels so frequent to feel this way as if it was scheduled surgery. And telling your stories of change is the connective tissue for our transformation. So yes, fewer slides and more stories, please. Less meetings and more podcasts, please. This is what I hear in the hallways, boardrooms, and classrooms around the world. Isn't it time we listen? So sharpen your pencil, clear your throat, and start writing, speaking, and sharing your story. As I so willingly bring you stories and change, I will be reading stories of those I've admired for decades, like Bono, whose memoir I started reading in the new year. Titled Surrender, this feels aligned to what I need to do this year in 2024. He begins his powerful memoir with these words, I can't change the world, but I can change the world in me. Those are words Bono wrote in 1982. The words ring truer today, 42 years later. And 42 years later, I imagine even Bono, Edge, Adam, and Larry feel as if they're yelling into an empty sphere, realizing how many humans are putting a device between themselves and the art of creation. And this still happens standing on a stage where the entire venue is one big screen. These screens, these devices, these supposed smartphones are making us dumber. And the more we turn over our memories to the digital furies, the quicker we race to the bottom of the brainstem. As Tristan Harris so eloquently reminded us on his recent interview with Trevor Noah, we personally struggle with this social dilemma of our time. And much of that dilemma is manufactured by the same companies now offering the antidote to the poison they've so surreptitiously sprinkled on our existence and into our engagement.
but the burns to the inside of our brains are not easily healed. Neither is the heartbreak from an unending, unrequited longing to belong. The infinite scroll to find yourself in the world, or at least to find something that will give you a sense of hope in the world, those that invented that scroll feature are cashing in on our doom. Let me be the first to admit, I fall victim to this game too. This episode, this script, was written long before the sun came up because I made the mistake of checking my phone in the middle of the night. Best of intentions, worst of impact. A phrase I've echoed many times in my career and life. Isn't it time we afford ourselves some grace? A graceful granting of permission to create the change you seek in the world? Even as the world is critiquing the every move of the world's most famous tech luminary, he too deserves to get married and make memories in a graceful way. That is what I want this year to be about for us. The graceful making of moments into memories. For me, none of this is achievable and much less enjoyable without you, the community of generous listeners. Whether or not we've met or spoken or co-created, each of you makes up this entire community. That keeps me coming back to courageously create something generously, genuinely, with a hope it finds its way to your heart. And I know that my heart must be healed and harnessed too, to keep going. That's why I'm called to create. We are in an era where much of the content created and curated is done by machines, not humans. Gen AI is here to stay, but we still have a say. We keep attempting to have humane discussions and debates with things that are not human. And guess what? When you do, on these platforms, including LinkedIn, you're attempting to beat the house while sitting at the blackjack table. You won't win. You can't win. You win by walking away. Now you're probably wondering, what does that look like exactly? Well, it reads and sounds just like this. Create your own distinct, compelling content. There, I said it, and it bears repeating so you can hear it and it sinks in and you can action on it. Create your own distinct, compelling content. Just this week, a former colleague reached out to me to help me understand how many unique, self-authored, personally written posts I'd shared in LinkedIn in 2023. That number was 972 posts. That equates to nearly three posts a day. All of it was distinct, all of it was compelling. Not one of those posts was generated by machinery. Every post came from my heart. That is how I infuse change into the platforms. You might call that the technology of courage. But we're taught in society the value is derived and determined by the willingness of an other to want it, invest in it, own it, steal it, build upon it, shape it. The list goes on. And that leaves us as humans turning over our personal agency and work at every interaction and transaction. But what if, just this once, we listened inward and declared something of value based on our own set of values. Think about it. It feels a bit rebellious, doesn't it? That is what I chose to do. I rebelled. 
I unsubscribe from the script, and I never put my sense of worth into an algorithm. My power is not placed on a platform. It is found in my purpose. Remember, the currency lies in the question you uniquely carry, not in the artificial answers declared without any discernment. Our personal agency and authority begins inside. Please remember that. Revisit that revolution inside often. And as we begin this year eight and a new season together, I'm reflecting on the wise word shared with me just this morning. This is a year to be quietly innovative. And to do that, sometimes we have to first decline to then define. Who and what we are is in what we create and curate in this world presently plagued with perilous prompts. Don't be fooled. As a fellow writer recently reminded me, the compelling author is still you, your experiences, your vision, your hopes, and your dreams. I'll meet you there, gladly. So here is to year eight, in an eight year, where we may create together, to go together, to go farther. And to go farther, we must slow down, way down. Our humanity is only visible if we slow our speed. And none of us, no matter the change we're undergoing, is alone. So reach out. Thank you again for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you on who you'd like to hear on this podcast. Who inspires you? Whose story would you like to grow from? You can always reach me via the podcast's LinkedIn page or on Instagram. Just search for Coffee and Change. The Instagram handle is coffee.and.change. I look forward to your recommendations and reviews as we celebrate another year of stories and change. Till next time, be well. <laughs>